It's me, fuck? Destiny, your host. Oh my god, you caught me so off guard. I know. It was you great. your timing was spot on. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I know. Okay, you can do your introduction now. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Burnout Brenner podcast, but not because this is a special episode. Uh, you know, Darren uh, is going has to be taking deserted a, us. Has deserted us. He's taking a break from the podcast. Uh, he has a goldfish he needs to take care of. Evidently, it's a lot of work. Uh, he's putting all of his time and effort in on this goldfish for the next few months. So uh, he won't be around because of said goldfish. Uh, so it's going to be Destiny and I and, and a rotating panel of guests for the next little while. So uh, if, if anyone remembers, uh, f- just a few months ago, when I was away from the podcast, uh, Darren and Destiny did an episode of Double D's Nuts. So I decided, because I felt left out, uh, our podcast name is going to be DM These Nuts. Uh which which also like, works with like the joke. DM like slip into our DMs yeah but also like Destiny and Matt yeah or it could also be DMD's nuts MD they're a doctor now a medical doctor you know we are a Just, doctor now that that's good that's right I'm pretty proud of that a doctorate on how to beat your ass yeah with okay. kindness and love um if you're new to the show this is a hell of an episode to kick off thanks for joining us uh on tonight's episode this is episode 108 i'm my name is matt and i'm going to be joined as always by my lovely host destiny i'm not always here but i'm always here in your heart in my heart uh on this week's show we're going to be making a our own fighting game i've had nickelodeon's uh fighting game stuck on the brain so destiny and i decided to make our own Wait, fighting were all game. Of our characters supposed to be from nickelodeon no, 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 no. I, none oh, of mine okay. are from Nickelodeon. Because I was I'm like... sourcing the inspiration. Okay, yeah, okay. So we're making our own fighting games along with a whole bunch of news about Final Fantasy, about Sp- about Sony, and about Spider-Man. But before we get into all of that, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Please, if you're on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you listen to us on, hop over there, hit us with that five-star rating. It makes a huge difference for us in terms of discoverability and doing cool stuff. So please take a minute, hop over there. Hit us with that five stars. Say something nice, and maybe we'll read it on the show, like we did on last week's bonus or this week's bonus stage. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, it's weird. We haven't had a guest in so long that, like, no. Normally now is kind of when we're like, "Oh, hello, guest. What do you do?" But it's just you and me, Destiny. It's been. I don't think we've ever done a you and me while we've been on video. I think the last one we did, it wasn't just you and me. It was someone else. Like it was you, me, and someone else. It's not just been you yeah. and me. We've done, I think the last time we did a solo you and I was like the third episode or something yeah, back when we did your gaming we history. Like I don't think we've done finding one Finding out my history, yeah. Yeah, oh that's a God, deep cut. It's, it's, yeah, shit. That was that's like a, over a hundred episodes ago. <laughs> oh my God, it was. But, so as we said, Darren will not be around for the next little while. He's not gone, gone. He's just gone to, for the foreseeable future. He might pop in here and there, but he's busy with his goldfish and I guess school or, or something else that he's doing there. Yes. Yeah, but Destiny, we're doing something pretty cool for the month of October. Can, can we are doing something very amazing. A little bit about uh, it. Uh, uh, okay, so what we're doing is we are partnering with Raise the Game and Yuki to bring awareness to Black History Month in the United Kingdom. So their Black History Month is all the month of October, which is dope because you have like Black History Month and Halloween, like two of the best things ever. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. going to be having a lot of special guests, content creators, show presenters, developers, streamers, just gamers. We also have yeah. somebody who's like in the in the um, realm of like manga and comic making. I'm pretty, pretty excited about that because we haven't had somebody like that on yet. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, we're going to be posting those every thursday and it is a special series that we are only doing for this month so please spread the word tune Mm -hmm. in learn something about your culture because black people are everywhere so just you know learn something about us hell yeah which exactly uh so our first episode if you're watching this the day it comes out on wednesday our first episode of our black history month miniseries will be going live the following day on Thursday, if you're listening to this after Wednesday, well, then go check it out. Our first episode is with the incredible Mr. Midas. We talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And for the month of October, we are getting rid of bonus stage. We're saying bye-bye bonus stage. Bye-bye bye bonus stage. Bye-bye just for the month of October. On Black History Month for the UK. So, guys, mm-hmm. I know you're just as excited as we are 
because we're really excited. We're super excited. This is the first time we're actually partnering with like a major organization and we kind of share the same common like core goals. So please, as you're supporting us, go support Yuki, go support Raise the Game as well. And please go Mm -hmm. support Midas and all the other guests that we're going to have on. Yeah, exactly. So keep it locked. We're going to have so much cool content coming for you over the course of the month of October. So make sure you stay tuned to check it all out. But Destiny, we let's let's you know what? I'm gonna throw a bit of a curveball in here. Okay, Ooh, I'm ready. Because because it's just you and I, yeah. and uh, because for the month of October we're not gonna really be doing bonus stage. Let's throw it back. Okay. Let, let's do a bit of a round of random questions. Let's. Oh let's, let's, my let's turn god! It up. It's, been, okay. it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's yeah. been a minute. Okay. And it's just you and I. Shit, so I I'm thought, not even not? ready. I'm Me neither, because I, I just thought of this right now. It's not like I planned for this five <laughs> minutes ago when the show started. It literally came up in the last 20 seconds. Um, so I'll ask I'll ask you a question uh, uh, first, Destiny. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, if I wanted to learn something about you, let's just say there, there's a question that's been just kind of living in my mind for the last little while. That's something that I really passionately and deeply wanted to ask you, but couldn't build up the nerve. Uh, or the courage. Uh, what's the best way to make eggs? Oh, scrambled hard with cheese. Scrambled hard? What do you mean? What is scrambled hard? So scrambled like you like really like fucking runny. throw it in the you just no, throw it in the dish it, shells no, it and all. It's not runny. Like I don't like runny slimy eggs if they're scrambled. I don't like that. So hard scrambled eggs with some cheese. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I'm sorry, that was very simple, but that's how. You really like zoned in on that very quickly. <laughs> I expected it's a little bit more banter, a little bit more back and forth. You're like, no, nah, bitch, this this is the way to eat this eggs. This is bomb, yes. This is the egg Add recipe. Add your spices. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, because exactly. then you could have it in like a breakfast burrito. Mm-hmm. Like you could just have it on the side with like some little avocado. You could have it on toast. I think, I, I don't know. I just really like scrambled eggs. You know, a little bit hot sauce, a little bit, little bit Texas Pete. Yes, I keep it on my desk because this is where I have my snacks. So, so like, bam, bam, and then yeah, yeah. Sometimes Guys, you just this need is hot like sauce. the best hot sauce. I've never tried that one. Is it good? It's I, so I guess you just good. said it's the best. It's okay to me. It's like the best. It's the one that my daddy eats, and so Texas Pete. I'll Texas try Pete. It. I used to have him send it to Korea, like send me no multiple shit. bottles. Yeah, so and I had on. a is bottle this... of it in my desk. Is this one of those ones that's like spicy first or is it taste first? You know how some hot sauces you like, you're like, oh my God, this burns everything. And then later you taste. No, it's kind of like a very thin kind of, kind of mild spicy buffalo sauce. So it's not thick like buffalo sauce. Is it more akin to like a a Tabasco or like a Frank's Red Hot? Like in that, in that world of of hot saucery? Yes. Okay, cool. I like it. All right, Destiny, then it's your turn to ask me a question. Okay, I have a doozy, and I Shit. just thought of it because I thought it was like, no, no, it's it's going to be a funny one. Okay. But you cannot pick our co-host. So I'm just saying that right off the bat. You cannot pick our co-host. All right? Okay. Okay, so here goes the question. If mm-hmm. you could put me on a blind date with any of the guests that we've had on the show... See, this is a good one, right? This is a really good one. Who would you pick and why? I have this friend uh, named Darren. No, he's not, I said you he, can't pick our... No, nope, He's also a friend. Pick, no, no, okay, fine. Um, no. Who would I set you up on a blind date with from all of from our guests? All of our this, guests. All of them. That includes male and female. Question. All of them. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I was like, oh, it's going to stump them. You know what? This is tough. Yeah. And like I'm I'm going to I'm going to like for a second just like factor existing relationships out of this. Okay. Let's let's imagine that the person is single, okay? Yes, yes, yes. That's what we're doing. We're imagining yeah, yeah. this is like theoretically. Yeah. Uh you and Assemble would kill each other. Yes, we would. Um I I just feel like it would be funny at first and then and then one of you would he would die. Um <laughs> with the chopstick. But, you know what? I think, and maybe there's a bit of recency bias in here, but I think uh, you and Floor Hugger would make an amazing couple. Oh my god! I, th- I think 
would I think, make a really cute couple too. I think she's super chill. I think she's yeah. right up your alley. I think you guys have like a similar sense of humor, but also very different. You know, I think I think you guys would, would just mesh well. I don't think there would be a lot of drama because I know you're not all about that. I don't think not. there would be a lot of bullshit. I think it would be like an honest, you know, relationship built on trust and care. And I think I think you guys would be good together. Wow, you really thought about this. I literally asked that because I thought you were going to pick the worst possible person for me to be with because I know that's how you are. But you actually put some thought into it. I take it back. I take it back. (laughs) Immediately. Yeah, you really thought that's what you were going to do. I forgot the spirit of of these questions was to be dumb, not to answer honestly. Shit. I take it back. Who's the worst? Assemble. You and Assemble. Not actually the worst, but we would kill each other. We would. I think you would have a very, very funny relationship. I think you would get a lot of enjoyment out of each other. Who, me and floor hugger? Assemble. No, you and assemble. Oh, me and assemble. Oh my god. I don't know, dude. I. There'd be a lot of laughs in that relationship. There 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 would be be a lot of laughs and a lot of like anger at the same time. <laughs> all right hopefully let's, he doesn't watch this i am sure he's going to watch this and he's going to comment this is going like, to be the one episode he watches like out of like the rest of the year yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know let's 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 keep it going though let's listen let's, let's keep it jiving let's keep it moving like keep this train jazz. rolling you know let's keep this train rolling what's, I'm new? what's so going proud on out of my question that was such a good question that was a great was, question so a plus question thank you so what's been going on um mm, what's new so i've been watching um, I've been watching something new, which is mm-hmm. called Love on the Spectrum, and it's okay. basically filmed in Australia, and it's focused on people who are, well, people who are on the spectrum, who have autism mm-hmm. and ADHD, things like that, and their quest to find love. And I swear to God, like you, I can't stop smiling because their idea of love is so innocent and so sweet. Like, it's like such a breath of fresh air because whenever you talk to people here like you know like people who I'm not going to say people who aren't autistic or whatever but I just feel like we think about sex and Mm -hmm. like how you know what I mean and I feel like that is not something that they're really focused on and it makes it very innocent does that make sense I don't know if I'm I I feel like for us like again I think this is like a difficult way to approach this but like I feel like for a lot of people I feel like sex is the first thing followed by the rest of it after you know what I mean like like that's like kind of like like am I sexually attracted to this person could I see myself being intimate with this person and then everything else follows so something I want to ask them is this show handled tastefully and respectfully because i feel like i feel like i stay away from a lot of reality tv just because i i maybe i'm just a little jaded on a lot of western reality mm-hmm. tv where it's very scripted a lot of it is obviously bullshit there's a lot of drama for the sake of drama and i just get tired of it like i think mm-hmm. the only like the most recent reality tv from you know canada or america that i've watched was clear the newest seasons of queer eye because again like there's not a lot of drama there's not a lot of bullshit it's there you know it's, it's very wholesome so is this show handled well it's really wholesome i don't watch reality tv at all this is Mm -hmm. literally the only thing that i've ever watched and it's not scripted it i feel like it would very hard it would be very hard for them to script them and it's Mm -hmm. really sweet there's absolutely no drama there's there's no Mm -hmm. drama like some of them go out out. on dates yeah i think you'd really like it it's really sweet they go out on dates sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't but like there's nothing chaotic about it it's handled very well and like you can tell that the people who are making this show respect their boundaries so they ask them questions like what are you looking for and it's so cute because like their characters is like i think the one important thing in life is love and you're like oh that sounds adorable that sounds cool it's super adorable i think you'd like it so yeah i've been watching that is it on netflix Mm -hmm. okay and there's like two seasons of it. So this is the second season that just came out because, you know, COVID shut everything down. But right. like you get to see some of the past characters from the first season actually find love in the second season. And it's Aww. just like so nice. Yeah. I love a good love story. Right? Yeah. So like been watching that um, and just been working to get our stuff ready for the series, for our special series. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Oh, and I got my makeup stuff from ColourPop, and that was cool because it's all uh, Hocus Pocus themed. They did a special, yeah, special. I'm actually wearing 
ballistic. Oh, dang. Looking, I was going to say, you're looking a little hokey pokey. Thank you. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. What about you, Matt? Um, I, I'm sad that Darren's not here for us to have this conversation because g- given how much uh, shit we gave each other for Death Stranding a few years ago, um, <laughs> I, I've been obsessed with Death Stranding. Uh, PlayStation sent o- PlayStation Canada, thank you to them, sent over a code uh, for, for us to check out. So I've been playing it on PS5. I did a review discussion uh, with Andrew from We The Nerdy over on Yumi Capri. So if you're curious about like a long form video there, I'm going to have a bit review up for our channel in the next couple of days. I'm just, I want to finish the game entirely before I do ours. Um, I can't stop playing it. I, I don't know what it is compared to last time. Cause last time I think, I think I put like something like 10 to 12 hours in and like, I, I enjoyed what I was playing, but I felt like it got kind of monotonous. I got kind of over it. I think something else came out, took my attention away. And then I just never went back. Uh, and of course we had the longstanding disagreement of, you know, you watched all of it. I watched the synopsis, uh, and, and, and something that you never let me live down. So you, when you and Darren started laughing when we got the code, because you guys were like, well, it's a karma, a bitch. Looks like you're actually going to have to play it now. Uh, and I can't stop. I legit I'm can't stop. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I am. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I pulled a Darren and spent some time just building roads. Uh, and then I got obsessed with uh, with building zip lines so I can quickly move around the country. I, uh, yeah, I'm having, I'm actually having like a lot of fun with it. I don't, like, again, I don't know why. I don't know if they like the new enhancements, like, you can feel the steps a lot more with the controller because of the PS5's, you know, uh, rumbles and their haptics. The, I feel like getting from point A to point B is not as long as I remember it being like, there's just, there's something about its calmness that I'm really like, you know, clicking with right now. And like, I said this to Darren actually earlier today, cause I was messaging him about it. And like at a time where Tales of Arise is out and Lost Judgment is out, two of my like most anticipated games this year. And I was obsessed with Tales before jumping into Death Stranding. Um, for Death Stranding to completely take my time, I, I I can't stop thinking about it. I keep wanting to play it. Like it's, I I don't know. I I can't stop. It's, it's maybe it's just a timing thing. I know for me sometimes, like I really want to watch a show, but like I feel like now is not the time for me to watch mm. this show. So yeah. maybe like you know things are kind of chaotic in our lives right now, and you need something that's a little more slow pace. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of merit to that, especially, I don't know. I think weirdly also after the, uh, and to quote floor hugger here, because it kills me every time she does it, uh, because of the panoramic, um, you know, this, this, the, even the story and the themes of, of connectedness and, you know, going out to find others and stuff, I think resonate a little bit more than they did before. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm really liking it. I also reviewed Kana Bridge of Spirits, which that was a great game. Uh, if you're curious about the review, make sure you go check that out. I liked a lot about it. It's not perfect. It definitely has some like PS2 era um, things to it in terms of its gameplay and how it works, but it's 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 actually really solid. Uh, and Senna and I have been uh, also obsessed with this drama, uh, this Korean drama that's been going on called Hometown Cha Cha Cha. Very sweet, very wholesome. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the fuck it is with the name, but the the show is great. Uh, Baron, if you're listening, I, I know you're my you're my K drama brethren. Fucking watch it. It's awesome. You're going to love it. So yeah, that's, that's, that's basically what I've been up to. And like, I just, I keep thinking about tales. I want to go back to playing more friggin' tales and I just keep playing Death Stranding instead. I'm almost done though. I mean, like you're almost done. So yeah, I'm almost there. I'm at the point now. Very, very, I guess, light spoilers for Death Stranding. If you don't want to hear what I'm about to say, skip ahead 10 seconds. But all I'm going to say is that like, I'm at the point now where I have to go all the way back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I, weirdly enough, I'm not dreading You're it. You're okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Usually like in games, I'm like, oh my God, I have to backtrack. This time I'm like, I'm excited. I'm excited to go back the way I came. I don't know why, nice. but there's something about it. I'm enjoying it. But yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. But Destiny. Yeah. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl has been the talk of the town on the Twitter lately. A lot of people it are stoked been. for the game. It's coming out, I think, t- tomorrow as of recording. So that it just came out the day before as of posting. Um, and a lot of people are stoked about seeing a lot of their favorite Nickelodeon characters come to a Smash Bros-like, uh, you know, game. And what I thought would be fun to do is if you and I, we took five characters each, and we made our own Smash Bros-style game, our own fighting game, to kind of, you know, to, to just change things up a little, to see, you yeah, know, no, no. Who, let's, who we let, could pull. Let's do this. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah. Let's have a little talksy doodle, a little chatsy doodle. Um, <laughs> so, chatsy doodle. 
a little chat city. No, oh my God. When I was on Streamcast, Andy was like, yeah, she's a chatty patty. <laughs> Something like that in his accent. I can't do it in his accent. But it was just like chatty patty. And I was just like, oh, my God. What? That's oh so Oh, my cute. God. You are a chatty patty. Yeah. Andy, what's up, by the way? Yeah. So hold on. Wait, wait, before we go any further. Yeah, Destiny, you were on like a whole bunch of shows this weekend. You got to tell us a was little I bit on, about. Was I on a whole bunch? I was just on one. You were on two. Not and this the, weekend. We, this past was weekend. I, was I on two? Didn't you do stuff with Streamcast and Level One? Oh no, Level One got uh, read rain check. Rain check. Okay, so never mind. Rescheduled. So you were on Streamcast though. So shout out to the homies over at Streamcast. Make yeah, sure you shout out to Isaac and Andy. That's who I I was talking to over there. Yeah. Um, Guys, that was like a three-hour podcast, like of us just talking. It was it was great though. It was great. It's I fun. feel so sorry for Andy and the editing he has to do. Like, but we were just in it. Like, you know, when you start talking about stuff and you just start vibing, and like, mm-hmm. I think it was the first time that I had like talked to other. Um, just me and other black content creators, and we were just talking about black history and um, the effects uh, that society has on us as a whole, not just within the gaming industry. And there's just there's just a lot of t- to talk about and a lot to unpack there. So, yeah, yeah, it was like three hours. And I know you guys are like, what the fuck? A three hour podcast. But he's going to break it down. So you don't have to listen to it three hours. Do you know when it's coming out? Have they, have they told nope. you yet? Okay, well, I'm sure sh- 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 it'll be out in the next couple of weeks, so make sure you keep your eyes yeah. locked for that. We'll make sure to retweet it through all the proper we'll definitely channels. Tweet, yeah, we'll definitely tweet it out. Guys, please go check it out, especially especially if you're a person of color. I feel like you will relate to a lot of stuff that like they had to say and I had to say, and it was just really good. And even if you're not a person of color, you might learn something, you Plus, know? So Streamcast is just dope as hell anyway, They're so make sure you go support them. They're dope as fuck. They're dope and, uh, as fuck. Very, very quickly before we get into the fighting game stuff, Darren, uh, before his untimely demise to said goldfish, um, and I recorded a Squid Games video. That's on YouTube now. Yeah. If, you're, if you've if you been watching the show. And Lucas was there. And okay, Lucas so was there. Lucas was yeah. there. Lucas was there. Why so has if, Lucas not been on the show? You you talk to him about that. I've invited him. What is going on? He's, 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 he's okay to like, like fucking die trying to break shapes out of candy, but he doesn't want to be on the show. Lucas. Yeah. Thank you. I'll tell him that. I'll send him this clip and I'll be like, look at the fuck. Um, So make sure you guys go check that out. We played the second game from the, from the series uh, where we're breaking little shapes out of, out of cookie candy type things. Make sure you go catch that. But not that badly. Um, (laughs) Destiny fighting game. I have a bit of a theme to mine. I I picked five. I picked five characters from, from a, a similar idea a similar a similar realm if you would so i want you to start uh, give me no your first... i feel like you should Damn start it. all right fine yeah. so i i based all five of my characters and we'll go we'll ping pong back and forth one at a time uh, okay. i based all of my characters around sitcom characters i wanted to i was like you know what i'm gonna make like a sitcom fighting game right i wanted oh, to pick so characters... all yours are like real people yeah who are gonna get like turned into turned into fighting game characters yeah so i, I did so... not do that no, it's totally fine. I just, okay. I don't know why. I, I, I had this initial idea and then yeah. I just ran with it. Uh, okay. and, and where I started was from my favorite sitcom of all time, Scrubs. Uh, I would have JD and Turk together. Like if you've seen the Ice Climbers in Super Smash Bros, where it's basically like two characters together. I feel like together, that's cheating. Totally a thing. Plenty of characters. It's like cat dog. You can't separate them. They're per- they're okay, pro- like they're fine. stuck together at all, all times. Right. Because right. of their relationship. So you'd okay. have stuff like, there'd be like cutaway attacks where like there would be a bunch of bricks that fall from the sky, which happens in an episode. They could eagle. So JD would hop on Turk's back and they'd run really fast and smack, you know, smack through other enemies. Uh, you know, they could also do like a dance break. That would be like their taunt. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like JD and Turk together, like ice climber like characters from Scrub, uh, from Scrubs would be uh-huh. an awesome fighting game care, a fighting game thing. I just, I feel like. You know, there'd be a lot of they could pull, especially because how ridiculous Scrubs is with you know their imagination cutaways. I feel like they could pull a lot of ridiculous moves into their move sets if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I want JD and Turk together uh, for for my first uh, for my first fighting game character. Okay, and that's the only character you have that does that, right? Yeah, it's the only character that's just two of them together. Okay. Yeah, I I I, I did it respectfully. Okay. <gasps> okay. So JD JD and Turk together. 
would be would okay. be mine, and I'm very very excited about it. <laughs> okay, my turn. Uh. All right. So since you did that, I'm picking Hot Rod because he can also <laughs> transform into Rodimus Prime. So that's kind of like two characters in one. Are you that's sure that was like the, the that's porn? Fair. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. No, I'm not arguing uh, the, the, the thing. The porn. The transforming character in Smash Bros. Melee, you have Zelda who can also transform into Sheik. I'm not arguing about that. Okay. But what was the second? Hot Rod can go into what? Rodimus Prime. That sounds like a porn star. It does sound like a porn star. Rodimus Prime not. sounds Rodimus like a porn Prime. star. Because it's Hot Rod. Because, no, because Optimus Prime. And so hot, rod. hot rods, I, yeah. So Rodimus Prime, it just takes his last like name. It it does. We, you would know. I'm just really good at the game. I don't know any porn stars. I know zero porn stars. Because he watches a lot of porn to know. All right, specifically so anyway. with Rodimus Prime. <laughs> no. Anyway, so Go he on. would be my first one. Um, that, I mean, I don't know what else to say about him. Like, Walk me through some of his attacks. What are, what are his attacks like? What are kind of some of his special okay, moves? Okay, so this is hard because I don't play Smash Brothers. Um, so okay. he has this like blade thing on his hand. I don't want to call it a like pizza a cutter, but if you think it's not a saw because it's round. Like I mean, I guess it could saws. be like a circular saw. Yeah. yeah, he has one of those, and he also has a gun that he can shoot. But then once he turns into, once he like upgrades into well, Rodimus Prime after he mm -hmm. like opens, because right has the power. and just kind of engorges out from wow. there. Wow! Just... Stop making this so sexual. No, it's weird because like I had a crush on him as a little. I girl, know you did. And now you're turning him into a dick. Anyway, literally. So. Um, I can't do this. I can't talk about him anymore. Moving on. Matt, who's your second character? Uh, my second character is actually uh, Rodimus Prime. No, um, my second character, based on my my sitcom my sitcom setup, my sitcom my sitcom theme. Um, yeah. I I went to uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine for my next one. Okay, and I would pick Rosa Diaz because she is one hard ass motherfucker already on the show she has a bunch of like violent outbursts and she like breaks shit and i feel like she has a motorcycle so she could also ride that as one of her attacks she can like very easily fuck up a lot of people there's also like a couple episodes where she does like ridiculous makeovers and stuff given the context of what they're working on so i feel like she could have some like chameleon shape-shifting ability type thing too i think rosa and also there's one episode where she gets a dog and she gets very protective of the dog i feel like that can be worked in somehow i just feel like rosa is just such like a badass motherfucker and to balance out Turk and JD's ridiculousness. I think she'd be like, she'd be like a brawler. She'd beat the shit out of some other sitcom people. So for me, for my second fighting game character, I, I would take Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn nine, nine. Okay. Mm -hmm. For my second character, I'm picking Mooncake from the animated show, final space. Who the fuck? Mooncake is basically what a Kirby would be, what Kirby is, but he's green. And he would basically, ah, he destroys okay. planets. So he's pretty OP. The hell? <laughs> yeah. This is like that time Darren researched before we talked about the strongest mutant. You're walking in here with a planet destroyer? I mean, like, he doesn't want to destroy planets. He's actually really nice. He just has the, the ability to do it. So why doesn't he? He's just not about that life? He's not. He's not evil. He's not trying to destroy planets. He's quite cute. If you cute, fuck with him, like he'll fuck you up. He's adorable, so. though. But, but I mean, like Kirby could do some serious fucking yeah. damage, but he doesn't. So I figured Mooncake would be basically my Kirby character. Okay, walk me through some of his abilities, through some of some of some of his attacks. What kind of stuff can he do besides destroy planets? Well, I feel like that should be has... his one attack. <laughs> <laughs> game he over has like well he kind of has like telekinesis okay so he can use his telekinesis uh powers um he can fly mm -hmm. so he mm -hmm. doesn't stay in one place at one time it's me trying to explain mooncake's powers he's super mm -hmm. adorable so are you do you want to hit him you don't want to hit him he's I'll he's really kirby. cute wow you would smack kirby and smash bros yeah in a heartbeat well that's because somebody else is playing it. him but if you like, regret it. yeah, but that's because somebody else is playing him. If you like actually saw Kirby and he was just kind of chilling, you wouldn't smack him. I wouldn't smack him. Yeah. I'd feed him. You'd let your guard down. Pa part of and me, that's... part of, 
part of me so everybody like you know the whole kirby thing like if, if kirby swallows something it spits it back out and then like it uh, takes on some of its attributes like if it swallows mario it gets like his hat and like mustache i think yeah he's part like of a me rogue would be, yeah part of me would be like, like a little bit curious to see what it would look like if he swallowed me and then what what matt kirby would look like i'm trying to think and honestly I feel like he would just take on dumb attributes from your personality. Wow! I feel like he'd get like a beard and a snapback. Would he? Because I just don't feel like that's uniquely you. I don't know then. Because you and Darren both have beards. He just never wears the. He doesn't have snapbacks though. That's right. Yeah. Trying to get him to get some glasses, but he won't wear them, even though they make him look so good. Yeah, he looks so good with glasses. He's very against just like you know glasses for the sake of fashion. I don't know what that is. I mean, me, me too. I don't know. Yeah, trying to regardless. All right. <laughs> for for my third character, I decided to to go a little meta for my third character. Okay. Okay. So, Kim's Convenience, right? Fantastic show. I never show. saw that. Stellar show. Such a good show. Great mm-hmm. Canadian television that blew up internationally. I'm gonna pick Jung from Kim's Convenience. Okay, but I'm gonna okay. add like a little qualifier onto that. Jung also plays Shang Chi in the new Shang Chi Marvel movie. So for oh, me, Jung, Jung. But hold on, let me let me explain. For me, Jung would like Jung would have like watched Shang Chi and like tried to emulate some of the fighting moves, but just not as well. So like he would try and be Shang Chi, but he would be Jung, and like it just wouldn't work as well. But he would try. I feel like that would be his his move set in my sitcom thing it's like he just saw the movie he's like that guy kind of looks like me i can fight like him and then fail okay and like also like we could bring in some of his like he works at a car dealership well like a yeah like a car rental company so like he could like drive his car and hit through people he likes to do different stuff so he could incorporate like you know his relationship with kimchi in and just i feel like and then like but the base of the character would be kind of like a meta character where he's trying to be shang chi but he can't okay all right you, I see you begrudgingly accept. <laughs> I am, because it, it feels like two characters again. But okay. No, 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 no. no that's one character. Okay. There's, there's only one character on screen. All right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Who's your fourth? <laughs> um. <clears throat> so my fourth is going to be Jake from Adventure Time. Nice. See here, you could do like a Finn and Jake combo if you wanted to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't want to because Jake's his own person. Wow, talk about individuality. Okay, tell me about Jake. Jake if is I was the dog. Do that. Jake is the dog. Finn yeah. is the boy. Finn is the boy. Okay, I tried to get into Adventure Time. I never could do it. Really? It's mm-hmm. so good. I don't know what it is right. about it. But anyways, go on. So everybody knows. I mean, Jake is almost indestructible. Like he can stretch his body. He can turn his body into all sorts of things. So he's mm-hmm. kind of like this living putty. So, I mean, that's what he is. Like, literally, he, like, changes himself into all kinds of stuff. So, like, I think he's just really, it would be really hard to, like, tackle him down, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, before yeah. you know it, he'd anaconda you, which is a move that I'm using where he just wraps his body around you and squeezes you to death. I accept it. Yeah. He can also, like, blow up his fists. He can fucking turn his, like, his arms into wings and, like, flap away. Like, literally, Jake can do almost anything. It's so funny because I just noticed him over your shoulder. Yeah. Playing soccer. Can yeah. I can I make can I make a request for his character then? What? Can his taunt be making baking pancakes? Because that's the only thing I really know about him. That song gets stuck in my head every single making time I hear pancakes, it. Making pancakes, making baking pancakes. Baking pancakes. Put some bacon in a put him in a pancake. That could yeah. be his talk. He talks mad shit though. He's really but, smart. He's always dropping knowledge bombs like throughout that entire cartoon. He's really? Just, like yeah, like he really is. He's always like saying because he's always giving Finn like advice, life like, advice, stage advice. Yeah, life advice. But yeah, yeah the- bacon that's pancakes. My, uh, third bacon. All right, that, okay. Bacon pancakes are delicious. I don't. I don't eat think pork I've ever anymore. had a bacon pancake. Have you ever had like a bacon maple donut? Yes. Almost the same. I accept. 
I'll have to try it. I always have like bacon with my pancakes, but I've never put the bacon inside the pancake. You know what I mean? Well, make sure you cook the bacon first, right? And That's a good have idea. It all crispy. <laughs> <laughs> and then put some yeah. lip bass raw bacon yeah. in there. Ugh. God. Okay, my my next character uh, to again keep it to keep it in my in my sitcom realm. I went to the fantastic sitcom Superstore for my next character, and I would pick Amy from Superstore, who over the course of the show becomes you know more and more important within the realm of of, of the hierarchy. Uh, because I feel like having like almost like a Walmart esque character, and especially because how devoted she is to it. To, to the store would be hilarious she could yeah. like throw coupons at people and like ram them with shopping carts and then like use like household items to like cause like a like a slippery mess and the character would like fall you know the other character would fall i feel like she'd have like her whole what are they, what are they called cloud nine i think she works at cloud nine the whole like store's disposal like at her disposal she'd be like a very item-based character because she could use all of that stuff and uh i feel like it would be entertaining to watch because like you know I have JD and Turk, which are like the combo character. I have Diaz, who's a brawler. I have, uh, who else did I say? Jung, who's again, a little bit more of a brawler, but like kind of like a trick brawler. And then like Amy would be a very like item-based character who would, you know, be, so get into a bunch of So she would switch out flurry. different items and like Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah, because like the, because where I'm drawing inspiration from is Super Smash with the uh, villager character from Animal Crossing, kind of like the base. They have like the fishing line. They have like the axe, right? Like all of their stuff is based around their items, similar to the things, but they'd all be like Walmart knockoff items from Cloud Nine. <laughs> so like, I feel like I feel like Amy from Superstore would be a great character. That's yeah, I think saying. that's. I mean, like that's that's legit. Checks out. You know, I feel like I'm like presenting to teacher, and like she's looking at me, she's like, "Good job." Yeah, that's only a good because like I didn't realize I didn't I don't think I understood the assignment. Really? I thought, like, okay, we're going to talk about, like, our five characters. I know how to make up moves and stuff. Because I don't play Smash Brothers, so I can't mm-hmm. use them to compare to any of the Smash Brothers characters. That's but, okay. That's why you bring an original take to it. Yes. Now yeah. that you picked two characters, it, these two characters just popped in my head. And I feel like it's fair because you have JD and what's-his-face. Yep. I was going to say accept- Butch, but that is definitely not his name. <laughs> Turk. No, okay. Turk. JD and yeah. Butch though. <laughs> it's a good combo. Works. Okay, I'm gonna pick uh, Jay and Silent Bob then. That's that's fair. See again, joined at the hip. Good, a good thing. Okay, I like so, it. Tell me more. Jay would be the taunter and the healer of the two, and like Bob would definitely be like the bronze. He would be the tank. So, like, you could switch out between them. So, I feel okay. like when Jay, how Jay would taunt is, like, by throwing something to get, mm-hmm. like, attention. And it wouldn't, like, take off too many HP. It wouldn't take off too many hit points. But yeah. then as soon as, like, he got your attention, you could switch him out. And then fucking, like, Jay would just, like, well, not Jay, but Bob would fucking body slam you. So I like I think it. that's what I would do for, like, two characters from, like, a movie. A movie. I accept because like even in Smash Bros, you have the Pokemon trainer. You can switch out between three different Pokemon. Same idea. Jay and Silent Bob. That's a hell of a team up. And like, they're very different. I like it. I like Part it a lot. Part of the clit. Part of the what? The clit. Have you not seen the movie? I have not. Se- I've seen Clerks. Oh, I don't think okay, I've seen actual okay. Jay and Silent Bob. You have to see Jay and, Jay and Silent Bob strike back. It's so funny. He's like, I'm the clit to. master. But it's not it's not the clit that you think of. It's like an acronym for something, but it's really funny. Can I tell you can I tell you a short story before we get back to this? Yeah. Uh, I always think I always think of my my high school teacher my high school uh children's literature teacher when I think of the word clit. clit. Yeah. Uh because uh well no, he wasn't children's literature, he was like, like an English literature teacher, but we had a unit on children's literature. And um, when when I walked into class one day, and like him and I were cool, like you know what I mean, we had a good relationship. Um, and like you know, it, I got the work done. I you know I was always good at English. Uh, what the hell did I write here? Hold on, wait. let me let me redo this. Wait, as I'm talking, but yeah, so like we had a good relationship, and we were walking. I walked into class, and we were starting children's literature. Um, and what he had written on the board was this. Clit studies, so cultural lit. 
children's literature studies. Oh my god. But obviously I saw clit studies. Cl- yeah, clit studies. Sex so I ed. took I took my seat and I called him over. I was like, sir, sir, I didn't realize this was this kind of class. And he How like looked up at the board. Uh grade twelve. So oh, 16? yeah, children's literature in grade twelve. Just part of like like general literature and like journal writing. Oh, like it was like it was okay, like a, okay, like okay, it was just okay. like a unit as part of the thing. I was like, oh, sir, okay. I didn't know that this was going to be this kind of class. And he looked at me. He's like, what? What do you mean? And he looked up, and I've never seen somebody's face drop so fast and turn so red so quickly. He was like a younger That's what guy. He gets for being lazy. He should have yeah. just wrote out children. <laughs> and I was like, sir. And he's like oh my god and he just walked away erased it and then wrote out fully children's literature yes. studies and he looked at me he's like are you happy now and i was in the back of the class dying i had a great time he wasn't actually mad but he was kind of like one of those situations he's like you fucking idiot you know that feeling all far too well um but <laughs> getting I do. back I do. To, to our characters so you just ended up with jane style bob time for our last character theme all right go okay so for my last character i'm gonna get a little bit more recent I've had some recent hits here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go quite new here. I'm gonna go to Ted Lasso, who's which I've been like obsessed with lately. Same. Such quality and good show. And from Ted Lasso, I would not pick the titular Ted Lasso. No, no, no. I would instead instead pick Roy Kent. And like I fucking okay, can I just tell you something? Roy Kent is bay. He is so such bae. an asshole. And I don't I don't know. I think I have really bad taste in men. But do you do you want to know what the thing with Roy is? He has a heart of gold. Yes. He's, he's not nice, guy. but he's kind. Yes. There's a difference. Thank you. I feel like yeah. that's me. I'm not nice, but I'm kind. Yeah. And it's just like I just like the how much he swears and how much he actually gives a shit. And it's just like I feel like one of his attacks would be he like just yells like and it would like paralyze the enemy and like it, I might even like a speech bubble would pop out. It wouldn't. It's, it's, a, it's a kid. It's a game, you know. It would just like kind of say like S star 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 and like smack them with it. You know what I mean? Like the speech bubble would be a hit. He could like kick a soccer ball at some people and hit them that way. He could like just charge right through them and fuck him up. I just he's one of he's one of my all time already one of my all time favorite characters out of any sitcom ever just because of yeah. how well he's written and his story is just so fucking much. wild too uh, as an actor. I haven't get, don't get, don't no 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 no, no no okay no I mean yeah. like he was a writer for the show and he auditioned last second for the Roy and he actually still writes for the show so he was never supposed him. to be part of the acting cast I uh, like he so he's much. just yeah he was a writer so much who got, more now like, yeah. And, like, apparently there's a thing going around online where people don't believe he's real. They think he's a CGI character because his face is too symmetrical. So that's, like, a, a running thing online now. But, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. But, like, yeah, no, he it's obviously a joke. He's, he's bad. He's, oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I would go to Roy Kent just because he's, he's stolen my heart. He's such a great character. He's fantastically acted. And just like I said, I, 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 I don't know. I'm a sucker for characters who swear a lot. I don't it's just part of maybe because we swear a lot probably so like i i am too i like i like a guy who could cuss a lot yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i know i'm saying too like women too women that cuss a lot yeah hell yeah super dopey yeah Mm -hmm. but anyway so those those are my five uh diaz from brooklyn 99 jd and turk from scrubs roy kent from ted lasso amy from superstore and jung from kim's convenience who's your last fighting game character destiny okay so because I absolutely love this character and I had to put them in Storm. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I had to put Storm in because I was like, I want something that can like work with the elements. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And instead of picking one element user, why not just pick one who can like control everything and just fuck shit up and she's gorgeous she's like a nubian goddess so i pick storm and i feel like her main power would be electrifying frogs so yeah (laughs) that one's for aaron Aaron you know what that is for aaron and i hope that aaron watches um or listens to the podcast on uh streamcast because we all had a very nice five minute talk about that line and what we all thought about it classic it's 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 It's, it belongs in cinema history yeah it does it's garbage it's a garbage line it's so good it's so bad don't let andy and isaac hear you say that (laughs) 
because we all they agree that line. It's, no, it's shit. No, they didn't like that line. Aaron was vehemently denying that line. That's what it was. No, Aaron likes that yeah, line. Yeah, Aaron likes yeah. the line. Andy and Isaac. Andy did and not Isaac like are like no. But they did. Uh, so okay, hold on. Wait. Can we then establish a baseline for saying that Andy and Isaac have good taste? Would you be? Yes. Would you? So when, uh, wait, 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 wait. If we're gonna go with them liking recess, this does not count because we are from different eras of cartoons. It just doesn't count. It doesn't count because me and Aaron are from a specific era of cartoons and you, Andy, you know what? They didn't believe how old I was. They thought I was lying because it came up and I was like, no. And they're like, and they told me how old they were. And Isaac was like, yeah, like, how old are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm such and such. And he's like, you're fucking lying. And I'm like, I'm not lying. And then Andy's like, you know, and like, or maybe it was Isaac. I don't know who said this. He's like, you know, when somebody says an outlandish age because they want compliments. And I was like, that's not what I'm doing. I promise. And then they I, wanted to know how old you guys were. And I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm the oldest one. Yeah. But you look so good. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Thank it's you. deceptive. It's deceptive. It is, it is deceptive. And I think I act really young. So that's too. what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. You act young. You look young. Like you're yeah. just like, you just have such a, a beautiful aura to destiny. You have, you're so, you're so smart and you're so, you're so kind, except when it comes to the subject of recess where you're I just don't fucking think, rock. Look, I just don't think it was that great. Like, you, if I had to pick, t- I would have said, I would have said, I would say uh, Tiny Toons before that. I would say Animaniacs before Recess. I would Animaniacs say Kids, is, Next, is Kids Next Door before That's Recess. It's even newer than Recess. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Kids Next Door? Yeah. No. Come on. Let's, okay, I'm gonna let's look Kids it up. Next, I'm, I'm pretty done. sure. It Kids Next Door after. came out in 1998. Mm-hmm. Okay, November 6, 1998, Recess came out September 13th, 1997. Oh, wow. Well, Kids Next Door is better. <laughs> Look, is I it? think Animaniacs is better than... Animaniacs, okay, I will give you that. Animaniacs is classic. Yeah. Animaniacs okay. is a classic. I will give you that one. Fine. I will I will, I will. give you that point. Tiny Toons was really good, too. I don't think I've ever watched Tiny Toons. Really? Tiny Toons? Is that just Looney Tunes with the babies? Well, they're not babies. They're, I mean, like, they are younger, but they're not, like, the babies of the Tiny Toons, of the Looney Tunes. Oh, you know but what? It, I have seen this before. Yeah. It's kind of on the same level with Animaniacs, actually. Do you, know what's a, do you know what's a classic and that, like, lives in my mind? And I'm sure the sh- I'm, I really don't know the quality of the show, but because I got to watch it so infrequently, because my parents would send me away to like, like I so when I was growing up, every Saturday I had to go to Polish school. Like I'm, you know, my family's from Poland. They would send me yeah. to Polish school, and like I would have to go from like eight thirty a.m. to like twelve or one, oh and I God. I always fucking missed Saturday morning cartoons. Aww, and then that Sunday mornings, sucks. and then yeah, and then Sunday mornings they drag my ass to church, so like I wouldn't be able to watch even Sunday morning cartoons. Cause that was a bit of a thing. Wow. And the only time they ever played the nineties Sonic, the hedgehogs TV show Sunday mornings. I only, I only watched it so infrequently, but that in my, in my mind is always like the cartoon that got away in my mind. It's like this beautiful, amazing thing. I have no idea of the actual quality of the show, but in, you know what? I think what? I've only seen that the Sonic, the hedgehog cartoon, maybe three times. And I was so put off by his voice because I grew up on the video game first. Yeah. I was just like, that's him. And you know, who voices him in the show in, in the cartoon. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I also just totally searched Sony, the hedgehog. like a <laughs> JL white. I think that's his real name. JL white um, cartoon. Let's see this. And then after it was like Sonic, like it was cool because it was like they went into the future and stuff. Jaleel White. Yeah, that's a Steve Urkel. Never in my life did I know that. I'm that's, blowing that's, minds out here, son. That's that's very much uh, today I learned. I had no yeah. idea that that was Urkel playing Sonic. Again, yeah. I have very few memories of the actual quality of the show as to what happened, but it I always wanted really to watch good. it. It might be really good. Might be. I don't be. know. It might be really good might be really good but i went back and watched like jim and the holograms and i realized how toxic that show is because the misfits are yeah it was it's for 
like I hate to I'm not trying to sound sexist but it was aimed and geared towards girls so mm, okay um but the misfits are trying to kill them at every corner dang like just trying to get rid of them they did something to like their helicopter once and it crashed and I was like how are they not in jail and you like know why was this something that they were aiming towards kids you, you know what two shows were a jam Kim Possible what? and Totally Spies <laughs> Kim Possible was good. I watched Totally Spies. But during that era, I think my favorite one was Courage the Cowardly Dog, which was like such a creepy watch show. It. But I, I couldn't watch it. It scared you? I loved it. I loved it, it was so gr- much. It was like, it was the animation style was kind of gross too. And like yeah. everything about the show is kind of gross. Darren it loves that creepy. show. Obviously. It was, it was mad creepy. Had, was 16 ever a thing for you? Okay. So I saw 16. And and I was just like not into it because I was like much older by that time. I fucking loved Sixteen. That was one of listen. Like, I watched. I think I just stopped watching cartoons for a while, and then when too. I started again, it was like Adventure Time, Clarence, We Bear Bear, like all the like recent stuff that's coming up. And then for a while, I only watched Adult Swim. So it was all the fair. weird shit on Adult Swim that I was watching. That's fair. Yeah, no, I fell off cartoons for quite a while too. Yeah, it wasn't until like Steven Universe. Like I'd always kind of kept up with anime and stuff, but like in terms of like flat out cartoons, yeah, like it's it's been a minute. And like we watched Steven Universe, like binge that, but then haven't really even watched much cartoons since. I think when I moved to Korea is when I kind of fell off of it because I didn't have access to it. Mm-hmm. So like for the those five years, I just didn't really keep up with it or anything. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Well, if you're curious as to, you know, parts of these discussions, make sure you go listen to Bonus Stage with Aaron, where we argue about recess, and with Streamcast, where we argue about teachers and family life. I guess we're having a bit of a combo episode. Uh, but yeah, yeah so we, we have made <laughs> our fighting games. We kind of lost the point there, but that's fine. Uh, let's let's hop over to some news, Dee. Let's, let's talk about some newsy video gamey things. I'm ready. Okay, so let's start off with, uh, hold on, I just, I just lost the link. Uh, let's start off with this one then. Um, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin gets March release. I'm reading from Eurogamer, written by Tom Phillips. The chaos-filled Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin arrives for PC via the Epic Games Store, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S on March 18th, 2022. Square Enix announced it at the Tokyo Game Show 2021 livestream, and also with a, there's a new trailer, along with a new demo that you that is available to be played. Um, so that was uh, that was a thing. So I played the original demo back when it came out a few months ago. Not <laughs> impressed. Not okay. impressed. Did not. This is that like Final Fantasy. Isn't spin-off. that what we saw? The, what we saw, and we were just like, "Why is he wearing a t-shirt?" Yep. <laughs> that yep. Got at Walmart. Okay. The main character's name is like Jake or something, or like like it's legit thing. Like he I looks like. I think you posted something where like this girl yes. like is explaining some like really deep shit, and he just like turns on his MP3 player. Yes. Like, yes. Did you see that? If, listen, if you've missed this clip, uh, I'm guessing it's from the new demo. I haven't played the new demo because I couldn't be bothered. Uh, but there's a clip that was circulating the internet the last couple days where like this girl is going on this long-winded explanation about like this destiny says serious stuff and the main character just goes bullshit pulls out his phone or his mp3 player starts playing like dubstep-esque kind of things turns around yeah, and, walks and then away. just walks off this is a real scene in the game I, I like did you get to that scene in the demo like no i think this is a new scene i'm sure if this was in the original demo it already would have blown up this may be part of the new demo or part of the new trailer okay. um but like, I don't know what they're trying to do with with this new Final Fantasy. The whole point of Final Fantasy is that it takes place in this like fanciful, fantastic world, right? Mm-hmm. And it just it, they're going darker and darker. Like th- there's always been a bit of darkness to Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. But like now it's like I don't know. Like I I feel like it's lost some of its appeal. I feel like this is weird because it's a because it is a spinoff. Like Final Fantasy 16 proper still looks beautiful, still very much is what you expect Final Fantasy to be. Which I mean, with this being kind of like a spin-off, I get it. Try different things, be weird. But I just don't think that this game plays very well. I didn't find it very, very much fun. It's very much trying to be like a Dark Souls where it's so difficult that like and the difficulty is kind of the point, which just isn't my thing. And I know it, it isn't really yours either. So for no. me, it's just kind of like 
I, I, if I can't just, enjoy the story, I don't want it. Yeah, it's just kind of like this seems to be like this weird in between of like very serious, difficult gameplay with what's seemingly looking like a pretty ridiculous kind of feel to the game. I don't know, but it's coming uh, March eighteenth, twenty twenty two. So you can get ready for that very very soon. Check out that new demo if you That's like PS five though. It's God, on, when it, is yeah. it on PC too? The demos on PS five and Xbox Series X and S um the multiplayer features are also there apparently and uh yeah it will be on pc when it comes out okay but yeah so make sure if you guys do like the game if you are liking what you're seeing please let us know in the comments below tell us why we're wrong i appreciate a different opinion because i know me, yeah. me and my destiny let are very much no in not the on this comments team. comment yeah. comment. comment if you watch the video just comment even if you're just like big booty hose big booty hose you know just comment something exactly uh, this next story that I've just added very suddenly because I saw the trailer and it killed me. Uh, Destiny, have you seen the, the trailer for Choo Choo Charles? Choo Choo Charles. Yeah. So hold on. I'm going to post this here in the chat, Destiny. Take okay. a quick look-see while, while I'll, I'll start reading the story. Just take a look at the trailer because this, I don't know what it is about this game, is but it's Is it a horror? Because I don't like horror movies. Me neither, but there's something about this idea that really, it just makes me laugh. Uh, coming from Eurogamer, again, written by Wesley Ian Poole. Choo Choo Charles is a horror game in which you fight an evil spider train named Charles with an old train of your own. Look at the trailer, D. This game looks hilarious. Um, Choo Choo Charles is an open world horror game in which you fight an evil spider train named Charles with an old train of your own. You upgrade your train over time as you navigate an island. The only problem is, is that Charles is a constant threat. Um, oh, if he you looks have... like a freaky version of like Thomas the Train, who I hated as a, a kid. I so hate... this, this is actually based on a Skyrim mod where Charles, like the, the Thomas the Tank Engine was like in the game. Um, and they've kind of blown it out into this full thing. So basically what you're doing is you're going around this island on this old rickety train of your own. While there's this massive train with spider legs chasing you around the island, like showing up randomly, and the eventual, uh, you know, point of the game is to take this train down. But you spend the game trying to like power up and avoid it. And just, I don't know. I'm not a big horror fan either, but this just looks so absurd. I I don't find a I I don't know. I have a hard time. Like, and the design is creepy. It's, I'll give it that. But yeah. like, I don't. I think the inherent ridiculousness of a spider train chasing you down is just so hilarious for me that I can't like this is like I'm having PTSD because there is this movie back in the 80s where there were these it's ridiculous now obviously it wouldn't scare me but when I was really little it scared the shit out of me and it was like these 18 wheelers that were like evil and possessed the fuck yeah and they like tried to kill you hold on i'm gonna find this because people are gonna be like you're making that up 18 wheeler killer movie i'm just that's what i'm typing in it's called maximum overdrive and like it was a bunch of these 18 wheelers and they were murdering people that sounds fucked up no i have no touch i I have no the kind of touchstone for this this to me this game just looks like hilariously weird and fucked up in the best way i'm actually again i'm not a massive fan of horror games at all but choo choo charles has me very curious and like i said i think you you should play choo choo charles i want to play choo choo charles we don't know when it's coming out just yet um but uh i'm i'm very very curious to check it out so if you haven't seen the trailer yet please go watch it if you're a fan of horror or just ridiculous like things or there's a giant monster train trying to fuck you up go check out choo choo charles because this shit looks hilarious was it called Maximum Overdrive? I don't know. Anyways, one of the tracks had a goblin face on it, and it used to give me nightmares. That sounds gross as fuck. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to our, ne- our second last story. Sony buys Demon Souls remake developer Bluepoint Games. This is coming again from Eurogamer from Ishrock Suban. Bluepoint Games has joined the PlayStation Studios family following Sony's acquisition of the developer. This is a big boon for PlayStation. Bluepoint Games is renowned for its exceptional remasters and ports. Many of them are PlayStation titles. They recently did, excuse me, the PlayStation 5 remake of Demon's Souls. They've done the same thing for Shadow of the Colossus, for the Nathan Drake collection. This this acquisition isn't a surprise. It got leaked a little while ago. Uh, and it's one of those things where it's like everybody was already expecting it to happen. Just like Insomniac, Bluepoint has been working with PlayStation for a very, very long time, bringing some of their most prestigious games back. And now 
they're joining the PlayStation family for real. I'm super stoked about this. I'm very, very curious to see what they're going to do next. The only content that, uh, the comment that we've gone is that they're doing original content, whether that's, again, taking another game and remastering it or making it even better or if they're working on a sequel to a, a franchise we already know and love or if it's just an entirely new IP, we don't know. Uh, a lot of rumors about them working on something to do with Bloodborne. A lot of rumors working, uh, you know, about them working with Metal Gear Solid. We don't know what the truth is, but I'm I'm glad that they're in house now. PlayStation has bought them. Expect, they're there. Expect some good things from them. Hell yeah! So Destiny, just the kind of a general question here: Would you rather Blue Point? And like they've been on record before talking about how much they do want to work on you know a new IP. They want to make their own game because what they're known for is taking old games and remastering them. And I mean like building, rebuilding them from the ground up, remaking assets, everything, but staying very true to the vision of what the game was originally. Would you rather them make something new, or would you rather them take another beloved franchise and bring it back up, you know, to, to today's standards? What would you rather them do? Hmm. Honestly, it's it's a it's a hard question to answer because they've never really produced anything on their own. So it's like if they produce something, will it be good? Like mm-hmm. me, graphically, you know, and like all of that kind of stuff. Mechanics, it'll probably be amazing, but like mm-hmm. story wise, would it be good? So yeah, I I'm think also- they might have a chance to kind of prove themselves, um, kind of like using playstations when he has like a mentor mm-hmm. um or you know what they may have some amazing ideas just because they've worked on all these other games so i don't know I, I think i'd be okay with them doing a little bit of both because they've done so well at like remastering these games and like doing it in a way that like all the fans are just like super psyched about it and pleased with what they've done so exactly if, if they can expand and have the more money to hire more people because they've now been acquisitioned and they can focus on both things, I think that would be good for them. Yeah, I'm super stoked about this. Uh, I Similarly to you, I don't really know what I want them to do. I have faith in them for whatever it is that they're going to do next. I would kind of like to see them make a new chapter in an existing franchise if you want to use that some sort of as a test bed for their own kind of level of storytelling. Give them Infamous. We haven't seen Infamous for quite a while let them make a new chapter in that story yeah. or you know even a new metal gear solid or whatever else like give them an established franchise see what they could do with it and then if it's successful Something and they you know, can build clicks, off of yeah exactly and then if they want to run into their own ip after that but again at the same time who knows maybe they can make you know strike gold with their first ip and it'll be amazing i'm curious maybe. to see our last story comes from tom phillips once again over at Eurogamer. spider-man 2 will be a darker empire strikes back style sequel um, Marvel has described Insomniac's upcoming Spider-Man 2 as a darker follow-up to the original game. Speaking on the latest This Week in Marvel podcast, the comics maker's creative vice president, Bill Roseman, briefly discussed Insomniac's current slate of projects. If the first Spider-Man game was Star Wars, Spider-Man 2 is kind of our empire, Roseman said. It gets a little darker. Uh, all we know of Spider-Man 2 so far is that both Miles and Peter are going to star. We do know Venom is part of the roster. Craven seems to be also a lock given the narration and what we heard in the debut trailer just a little while ago at the PlayStation Showcase. But I'm really fucking excited about this. But before I go off, Destiny, tell me, what do you think about Spider-Man 2 seemingly being a darker Empire Strikes Back-esque sequel in the world of Spider-Man? I guess I would need to understand what they mean by empire-esque strikes back like i know the reason why that was dark is because they killed off some major characters yeah i'm i'm a little curious as to what they're going to do with this especially with you know the end of spider-man one which i won't spoil but it does get pretty heavy towards the end of the game um i it sounds like venom is going to be quite a threat. We haven't had like a very dangerous Venom for quite some time. And I I personally love like the PlayStation 1 era games where Venom is a threat, but he's also a total idiot, which is kind of why I do like these new Venom movies because they kind of strike that similar balance. But I'm also very, very excited for Venom to be a threat. Like he, like I, I'm really curious to see I've just how much- I've always seen him as like a major threat. And I think that's because <laughs> like, I felt like in the comics he was like a threat because um, the guy was insane, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then just watching the, uh, I think what was it the the nineties animated Spider Man, he yep. was no fucking joke. Like yeah. he was not kidding around. He was not there for comic relief. He was there to like whoop some ass. So yeah. that's how I've always kind of seen Venom. Um, so I've just seen like previews for the, the the trailer to the movie and it's kind of 
I guess they gave him more of a personality, mm. right? Because before it didn't seem like he had much of a personality. It seemed like yeah. he just embellished on whoever was there, like enhancing whatever hate and anger they already mm-hmm. had. In yeah. Them. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with it because like Venom, especially in the comics for the last like 20 years or so has not really been a villain. He went on to be like a, an he's an anti-hero now. And yeah. then, and then he became like a straight up hero. So like Venom in the comics has not been, there's been, you know, uh, what's it called? Evil symbiotes, but not like Venom has been on the straight and narrow for quite a while. So yeah. I'm curious, like I'm excited to see a kind of a return to the darker, you know, more menacing side of Venom. And I don't know, like you said, if if this leads to some deaths or to some significant, you know, plot development that will probably lead into whatever will Spider-Man 3 will be. I'm very, very curious to see what they're doing with this. I cannot wait for this game. I mean, and it's like, easy for them to make him evil again. It just depends on who he decides to connect with. Yeah, so exactly. if the new person they bring in is fucking insane and evil, and the symbiote decides to connect to him, then yeah, I'm I'm really really excited to see what the, and like I again because again just how great Spider Man and Miles Morales were, and again the stories did have dark moments to them, but they were also you know Spider Man stories. I'm excited for uh, something a little bit darker and more fucked up, and uh, I'm, I'm I love Venom. He's one of my favorite villains alongside you know Kraven. So if they're both there, I'm fucking down, Destiny. I'm I wonder excited. if they'll ever bring in Carnage. I hope so. I hope so. And I hope they make him twisted and as fucked up as possible because that's what Carnage is. I mean, I'll never forget. Is, yeah. I'll never forget playing the PlayStation 1 game because that's the first time that you actually team up with Venom is to go against Carnage. And my like eight-year-old self was terrified because of how scary he was in that yeah, game. Yeah, Carnage is he just looks like a oh god, yeah. <coughs> Carnage just was there the to fuck up. things up. Yeah. 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 But that destiny brings us to the end of the show. If you want to see more from us, make sure you like, subscribe, and share this podcast along with the other videos. Check out the Squid Game video. Make sure you keep it locked with our Black History Month miniseries. All of October, we're going to be talking to so many amazing Black we're UK-based gonna be creators. Very busy. We're going to be very mm-hmm. busy this month. Yeah, we have a lot going on in the best way possible. So make sure you keep it locked. We'll have new reviews and new stuff coming for you very, very soon as well. Destiny, thank you once again for joining me on this very merry ride. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Okay, hold on, wait. Can we then establish a baseline for saying that Andy and Isaac have good taste? Would you be, yes. would you?